You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Welcome to your weekly dose of grumpy middle-aged men getting worked up about things that really shouldn't matter as much as they do. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show. Hello everybody and welcome to the podcast I can't remember the name of. (laughs) Basically I ended up with like crushed balls and a sore arse so. (laughs) Um, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I fucking hate London. Yeah. (laughs) People will be there on Facebook and they'll be like, oh look at me and my cute dog. Nah. It looks like it's been chasing the car. The car's slammed its brakes on and it's slammed its fucking face into the back of the car. <laughs> it's not a pretty dog. Some people love those cats that don't have fur. <laughs> they are fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm not sitting on the fence with that one, Baz. If you are listening and you've thought, it's not as good as it was at the start, you've obviously not kept up with us drinking as quickly as we have. Because um, right now, it, this is fucking brilliant to us. <laughs> And welcome to the. Do you know what? I nearly said the lock in podcast. Fucking, <laughs> there's things all around here. Like, there's literally a, a sign there saying the mildly controversial podcast. There's a sign on my microphone that says the, micro- that. the mildly controversial podcast. And I nearly said the name of the podcast that wasn't, hasn't been the name of this podcast for nine months, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast I can't remember the name of. <laughs> It's the Mildly Controversial Podcast. Now I remember, if you're tuning in this week because we told you that Robbie Knox was going to be on, um, yeah, sorry, he's not very well, um, so he'll be on next week. Um, so in the meantime, we're just going to catch up with uh, me and Baz and more of our Mildly Controversial opinions. Yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to this, Baz. It's, uh, <laughs> I feel, I'm in the mood for a rant, so um, I'm looking forward to it. For context, uh, Newcastle have just played. Uh, it's now, that this is the latest we've ever started recording a podcast, Baz. It's yeah. 20 past 10 at night. So uh, I'm a few pints in. I've watched Newcastle successfully qualify for the Champions League. Um, and we're starting to record a podcast at 20 past 10 at night. What could possibly go wrong, my friend? Well, well, fortunately, we haven't got Clara on, so we're not going to go on to do the latest one we've ever done. So. No, there's absolutely no way this is going to turn into a three-hour podcast, mate. Um, it's just me and you. And we're just talking about our mildly controversial opinions. It's a while since we've done this. Yeah. Um, and this is this is basically where the podcast under its new guise came from. It was all about us talking about our mildly the controversial opinions um so let's crack on mm. shall we yeah go on then okay i'll go first baz and i'm going big to begin with oh right? don't don't go too big surely i'm going big to begin with i'm going to read it off the sheet of paper so that i don't get it wrong right the world would be a better place without the existence of fucking americans oh i thought you did mildly controversial <laughs> oh sorry there's a bit more baz okay um Sorry, I missed that bit off. The world would be a better place without the existence of Americans that shout stupid things at golf tournaments. Oh, yes. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, We've got a lot of American listeners and viewers, so uh, hopefully they're still with us and they haven't turned off thinking that I was being serious when I said the first Well, one. I was about to cover my head in a bag and go to sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. No, so, yeah, it's... 
it's some it's a it's an opinion that I've held for a long time. Me too. <laughs> but yeah, it's you know the whole thing of the, the whole fucking get in the hole. Uh, it's just stop being a dick. Idiots shouting get in the hole when he hits the ball. Cliche, isn't it? Um, oh, just utter pricks. Um, but it, it, it's it's bigger than that, Baz. Because uh, one of the things that I noticed, I watched a little bit of the uh, the PGA Championship this weekend. And um, and mashed potato. Are you aware of the mashed potato thing? No. Please enlighten me. Apparently someone a while back shouted, after somebody hit a, a tee shot, shouted, mashed potato! Oh, wow. And everybody laughed because it was a funny thing to say. Now it gets said so much. <laughs> it's just like, it's just a thing. And you hear mashed potato shouted by people who think they're funny. Mo- almost as often as you hear get in the hole. It's a, I, I'm a keen golfer, and I, I'm not one of these who thinks that, you know, uh, golf is should be, uh, you know, there's got to be a shirt and tie in the clubhouse and all this kind of shit, right? Because yeah. it, it's gone beyond that. It's, mu- it's much more modern than it used to be. But, um, but yeah, golf crowds just shouting out stupid stuff like that. Um, and I did say Americans because... It is Americans. Yeah. <laughs> it I mean, doesn't happen in this country. You don't get people doing it in this country. Well, it's, um, it's, it's a weird thing because you, you get a bit of it, but it's usually in the sort of name of support. So, obviously, um, what's his name? Beef, isn't it? Yes. Obviously, he's got a lot of British supporters and Americans, and it, it's usually just Beef he gets shouted at. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, you know. When when someone's hit a driver, it's like, yeah, nice one, yay, great shot, or like shout the guy's name. Do you know what I mean? Or like Luke Donald uh, famously had like everyone shouted Luke. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, I don't mind that, but yeah, uh, trying to shout. Because you know what these these guys have gone along to a golf tournament and they've they've put a serious amount of thought into what fucking stupid like couple of words they're going to shout when someone hit and you can when you hear it shouted you can you can almost imagine before the guy's taking his tee shot these lads are going go go on you said you were going to shout that you're going to shout that and then he shouted it and they've gone yeah nice one i was like dickhead do you know what i mean the first person to shout mashed potato was funny right because it, it was just a completely obscure phrase um but yeah, it, it, I, I heard it. I mean, I didn't watch much of the uh, much of the PGA uh, this weekend, but I heard it maybe two or three times. I just think, lads, you just it, it, yeah, it's 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 part of a, a wider thing of kind of the um, American frat boy type. Not, I'm not saying they are frat boys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's that kind of lads who still think they're at university or lads who, you know, they, they might be in like in their late thirties and have responsible jobs, but they're still acting like they were, at, they're at university and like with their mates and whooping and high fiving and just like, fucking grow up lads. They still think they're in the crowd in the movie tin cup, don't they? So exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they're just like, just fucking grow up lads. All right. Watch the tournament, create a good atmosphere. But yeah, like, like I say, it, it, it makes me cringe because I kind of imagined, like I say, before he's hit a drive, 
these lads going, go on, go on. You said you were going to shout that. Go on, go on, you shout. It. It'd be really, really funny. What? You shout mashed potato. It's, it, it'll be dead funny. It, it really will. And then he's hit the drive, and then they've uh, got mashed potato. And then everyone's got, and all his mates going, yeah, <laughs> woo, like high fiving him. Like, fuck off. Doesn't it happen at some courses? They they have certain chants, uh, sh- like chants which they do on certain holes. Because I know one of the um, the golf tournaments in America is literally everyone gets pissed and they throw beer cans at the, at the players and everything. Yeah, it's on one hole, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. It stands around three sides. Yeah, it's yeah. the 16th at, I can't remember the course. It's the where the guy took off his shirt a couple of years ago was doing a belly dance, wasn't he? Yes, so I do apologise for the confusion at the start of that. I will read the full sentence again. Yes. The world would be a better place without the existence of fucking Americans that shout things at golf tournaments. Yeah, there you go. I agree. Right. I have something related to where I've been recently, and it just sort of dawned on me. So uh, it's quite a long one. But uh, we'll discuss it. <laughs> so it goes along the lines of, I think horses are the weirdest of all domesticated animals. They're not 100% pets. Most people don't breed them to eat. You have to feed them a lot and they require loads of exercise. They live on their own, not like cats and dogs that live in your house. It's just a weird thing to have when you think about it. I just It just dawned on me because obviously it just came out of the horse show. Yeah. It was like, people keep horses and they're really expensive. They take fucking loads of... Uh, and they don't come and sit on your lap and give you any sort of kind of, you know, I don't ride horses. <laughs> fucking hell, mate. I don't want to, like, I, I'm saying right here, right now, I don't want a horse to come and sit on my fucking lap while I'm watching TV. All there right? you go. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's so many dawn of me. There's so many people that come to this event that are like literally horses of, of their entire life. And, and I know that, you know, and some people don't even ride them. Some people get other people to ride them for them. And uh, it's just one of those weird things. It's just a weird People thing. own horses and get... Look, uh, I, I get if you're a racehorse owner yeah. um, and you're six foot four, yeah. you're not going to ride it because yeah. that thing's not going to go very fast because you're on it. And yeah, so yeah. you employ jockeys in that. But do people own horses and get other people to ride them for? Yeah, them? in the dressage and in the, uh, and then the eventing side of stuff. Yeah, there's loads of people that own horses there that have... Yeah, you know, they have their daughters or sons, but obviously, but but friends and other people ride them because they're better riders. But they just own the horses, and they own a number of horses that they, you know they do ride, but not in events. Right. So Got it's it. kind of one of those weird things where, and yeah, because they're, they're not pets, are they? They're, but they are domesticated animals officially. Yeah, they are domesticated. They're not pets, and yeah, I I, I did like your clarification of. Um, uh, most people don't eat them. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, some people do. If anyone's <laughs> listening in France or Belgium, um, <laughs> most other countries don't. But um, I, I say most other countries. I'd say like UK, US. I don't think eat horse, but yeah. I don't have any problem with it. And uh, we've been through this. That I, I would literally eat any animal that was found yeah. to meat. We, we've been through this. I don't, but, it, I, but it's I, quite I a weird one, isn't it? In terms of like, I just think they're they are the weirdest of all domesticated animals because like, you know, half the time you leave them in a the field, they live in a, they live in a stable at night. It's, you know, you, you go and see them probably every day if you own them, but it's not like a cat or a dog. And you know, and this is where we're drawing the line on that. Those are your kind of domesticated animals which you actually love and, you know, and you treat, you, know, you treat nicely and they treat you back. But yeah, horses are very different. Is that not just based on size, Baz? Well, yeah, the, 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 imp- the impracticality, like I say, of sitting down watching your TV with a cat on your lap or a dog on yeah. your lap um, or a fucking 
Shire horse. But, <laughs> but having said that, like Shetland ponies, some of those are smaller than Great Danes. So, you know, there is that one as well. That's a very good point. I like, look, we've got into an actual debate about this. And I don't mean like, you know, some people use the word debate as a euphemism for an argument. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. mean that. I just mean, yeah, this is good. This yeah. is good conversation, Baz. Um, it is It is a funny one, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I think I think ultimately, uh, ultimately they are, I know they're domesticated, but ultimately they are working animals. Yeah. Whether their work is dragging a plough or you know, dragging a cart yeah. or whether it's, um, let's just talk about dressage for a bit, Baz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so, you, so, ma- you, you mentioned, you mentioned dressage and you have been working at Windsor Horse Show for, for all this time. Dressage, right. It's, it, it baffles me and amazes me in equal measure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just think, how do you teach a horse to pretty much be a fucking ballet dancer. Yeah, it's it, it, it's unreal. Yeah. I, I, I think horses are amazing. I think also horses are amazing. I think that like something that they're beautiful, they're powerful, and then to teach it to do the little with its feet, it's just unreal. look, it's it's mad. But yeah, so this this is the thing. Like obviously, the Irish are quite big into their horses, but most of their horses are, like, I should imagine you, your part of the world, are, they're not really work horses anymore, are they? They don't really pull ploughs anymore, and there, there, are a few, there are very few carts on the road that they pull anymore, so people just keep them to to spend a fuckload of money on them and to clean up their shit after them. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though, isn't That's it? why people own horses, to yes. clean up their shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, though, isn't it? It, it, it is weird, but you know, if you, uh, uh, the, I think the majority of people who own horses ride them. Yeah, I think I think we can say that. Yeah, and if you enjoy horse riding, I, I've I, I've uh, I've been horse riding a few times, and like I say, I, I I think horses are amazing. I think they're beautiful animals, and I think they're like majestic creatures. Good. I'll go as far yeah. as to say. Um, but yeah, I remember being on like this. Po- it said we were going pony trekking, right? And it was just like. You were sitting on a horse while it followed the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, but I had a cantankerous fucker that I was sat on, right? Because I was bigger than everyone else. So they gave me this big, grumpy, ignorant twat of a horse. Right? <laughs> so, like, all everyone else's horses are following. Because they didn't tell you how to steer it. No. They just said, ah, oh, it's, it's right. It'll follow the rest of them. We do this all day, every day. They're just like, it's, it, it, it'll be walking on autopilot. Don't worry about it. I was on this massive fucking horse, and it was just like everybody turned left, and mine just fucking carried on straight on. <laughs> and I'm looking over my shoulder at the woman who's leaning. Like, what do I do? What do I do? She said, "Pull the pull the reins on the right." I said, like, "You definitely should have taught me this before you sat me on the fucking horse." Do you know what I mean? It's not where where the brakes on a horse as well. Exactly. (laughs) It's like putting you in a car. You've never driven a car before. And putting you in like a a, a Ferrari or something. Good luck. I said, what do you mean? I don't know how to work the fucking thing. And this has got its own brain. (laughs) (laughs) It it doesn't want to go where I want it to go. I remember the first time I ever went horse riding, I I got on to quite well to the fact they said, oh, do you want to try like Rise and Fall now? Which is... um, yeah, we're, it's just yeah, for yeah. canter. And, I, and that, it's at that point that I realised that horse riding was for me because I got it out of sync and 
you could imagine, oh, you could imagine the pain. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, get yeah. into it, and basically, I ended up with like crushed balls and a sore ass. So, <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, I, I suspect that's why some people own horses. <laughs> yeah, possibly so. <laughs> it might be a small section of the uh, horse owning community, but I suspect there are some people who only own a horse because they love smacking their nuts by deliberately mistiming the, uh, the the rise and fall in the saddle. <laughs> Not for me, I'm afraid. Yeah, um, horsey folk, I think, are a bit weird, to be honest. Yeah. I think they're, um, they're, they're, they're all quite obsessed with it. Um, and, you know, they'll, they'll dress like they're going to get on a horse, even when they're not going to. Exactly. Just when they're clearing uh, up shit. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it is all a bit weird to me. Um, but, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'll agree with you, Baz. I, I think it's like... Um, I can't. I'm going to paraphrase it, pa- paraphrase it, Baz. But um, yeah, having a horse as a pet's a bit weird. Yeah. Is probably roughly encapsulates what we're talking about there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I think you're quite right, Baz. I think you're quite right. It's been a while since we've done one of these, Baz. So I'm going to go. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go quite big and quite opinionated again for my second one. Right. And again, I'm going to read it because I don't want to get it wrong. Adults who buy tickets to WWE wrestling events should have their names added to the sex offenders register. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't think I need to explain, but I will. Go on. Um, I just think it's just... Whenever I'm flicking through the sports channels, right? Yeah. And another gripe of mine is, what the fuck is that doing on the sports channels, by the way? Well, it's sports it's not, entertainment. That's what they call it, don't they? It's not a sport. It's a fucking pantomime. <laughs> a sport, right, has a uh, has an element of of um, nobody knows what's going to happen next, and it's the best again. You know, you know, it's the best against the best, and they're competing, and that's not what that stuff is. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, every so often I'll be flicking through the channels and I'll stumble across it. And there's just loads of grown-ass adults shouting and going, Ray! When, you know, when, when, when somebody does a scripted smack on the arse and slam them on the ground or yeah. whatever. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what, Baz? I think it might be the same fuckers who were shouting mashed potato at the golf, by the way. <laughs> I just, it just fucking baffles me. And the fact that that is such a massive industry, um, the fact it's such a huge huge industry doesn't baffle me, right? What baffles me is when you watch a a massive event, you know, in these big arenas. Yeah. It looks to be, I'd say, on a rough estimate, 70 to 80% adults. Yeah, yeah. And they're just really, really into it. So... Um, it was quite a, a deliberately um, controversial statement to say they should be signing the sex offenders register. But I will back that up in all seriousness by saying that if you got all the people, all the grown adults in that audience to sign the sex offenders register, you'd catch a bunch that you wouldn't have caught normally. <laughs> There's something not right with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and okay. if they haven't done something yet, if they haven't done something yet, we need to protect our children from these people because they're, they're into something that kids are into, and I'm worried about the reason why. 
Right. So, so this, this we've never spoken about this before. So this is gonna this is gonna like be quite surprising. I fucking love WWE. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, no, genuinely. I love no. I love this though. I love that I didn't know, and I love that you do. <laughs> so it's one of those things. It's like I was like you very much until about uh, early 2000s, and I had a friend, uh, and he said, "Have you ever watched wrestling?" And I was like, "It's a load of shit. It's just it's not real." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I know." But, like, have you ever seen, like, a Royal Rumble? And I was like, go on then. Let's fucking have it. So I watched it. And so I got straight away that, it, obviously, it's scripted. But it's obviously based on the original sport of wrestling. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the stuff they do is based on that. But the other thing is, it's like, I don't watch soaps. So for me, it's like watching a fucking soap drama. Because, basically, it's, it's like running stories that go through it. So the only time I've ever seen it, in real life is when my mates have gone, Oh, we're taking our kids to watch wrestling in Birmingham. And I was like, Oh, here's a legitimate way that I can go watch <laughs> like this sport. So, so, so you are right in that respect. So I was like, I can actually go and watch this because I could go with my friends and they've got two kids and there's three adults here. So I can just sort of go along. Like I'm part of this group. And uh, so, so yeah, I do kind of agree with you that like, the audience that, that go are kind of half weird, but then the other people are complete aficionados who know absolutely every fucking thing about wrestling. And um, uh, like I did, a, I did a live on TikTok ages ago where I got one of my friends who's never done a live, and he's he's a, like a proper wrestling expert, and he knows everybody. And like I, I've watched it recently. I was really into it in the nineties and the, in the late in the early two thousands when it was, they call the Attitude Area, where Stone Cold Steve Austin, those people mm. were kind of in it. And that was good fun. And I kind of got into, there's a lot of comedy in it as well. But there's also loads of stuff, stories you hear where people have broken a leg or or an arm halfway through the bout, and they go through and finish the fucking thing. Yeah. So so these guys are, so they are athletes of, of, of a sort, you know, they train, they do a lot of training. But, um, but it, yeah, it's a physical sports entertainment, isn't it? you know. I will, um, I will agree that these guys are athletes. Yeah, yeah. But it's still not a fucking... No, no, 100%. Yeah, I've, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've done this thing for a long time. I go, you know, people go, it's not real. I go, obviously not real. For me, for, you know, for me, wrestling's, wrestling's a no. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's it's not so much the... It's not so much the... Uh, the I know they call it sport, but I'm going to have to... Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, the, the event. It's not so much the event that I have an issue with. It's it's when you when that camera pans around the crowd again. Sorry, America. I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm probably going to upset quite a lot of our listeners here, Baz. Sorry, so next week there'll be zero listens because I've just upset all our listeners, Baz. But anyway, when when it when the camera pans around and it, it, it's it's most of the time, obviously WWE is in America, but the camera will pan around and there'll just be loads of men taking it far too fucking seriously. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're the ones. They're the ones. Maybe we could be a bit more selective than this big dragnet that I was talking about. Well, um, we, we could we could just get right police sat watching, and there's the camera pan down. We go him, 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 and we're just going and just getting far too into it. Obviously, during the seventies, 
in this country, there was, you know, do, do you remember the world of sport, obviously? You yes. Well, wrestling used to feature on that, which and that was the British version of it. Yeah. Those guys obviously were the big daddies and the, and the giant haystacks. They were the kind of forerunners of WWE. Yes. So, and I don't know whether it is true, but there was it was largely reported that the Queen or the Queen Mother used to watch wrestling on a Saturday afternoon. It doesn't surprise me that the Queen or the Queen Mother were into it because... Um, when you when the camera panned around that in like the eighties and it was in some fucking like leisure centre yeah. in Colchester, right? The camera panned around and it was just loads of old ladies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Whereas now it's loads of like blokes who should know better. That's what that's where I'm going at. Yeah, yeah, that's completely it's completely, completely fair. I'll tell you what. I will. I'll reread the original statement and see if I need to dial it down a bit or I'm going to stick with it. Um, adults who buy tickets to WWE wrestling events should have their names added to the sex offenders register. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I, I may have deliberately overegged it, but but that's you know that's what makes it interesting. Um, but I do think if you did, you'd probably catch some people you wouldn't have normally caught. Oh god, well, yeah, yeah. I mean. Unless we could we could direct some other sports into this, but let's not. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I, I I love the fact that you're agreeing with that because you know that you could be put on that register, but you won't get into trouble yeah, because course, you're yeah, not yeah. done out. So yeah, I like the fact that you're um you're you're willing to uh, fall on your sword and have your name put on that register just so that the one the the, the ones that are out there that need to be put on the register will be put on there as well. Oh, God, yeah, yeah you're 100% right. It does It does attract some, uh, let's use the word, weird people to it. Yeah, not rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to something that I've just realised recently, and I can't really quantify it because I've only been here for three weeks, but I think village life is better than town life. I'm just going to go straight in with that one. Okay, talk me through it. So, part of where I am now is... It's, I'm on the high street in a, in a village, and it's a big village, let's, let's be clear about it, but it's dead quiet. I mean, you know, we did a did a podcast out here on in my back garden the other day, but I'm also loving the fact that, like, everything's much slower. And I, I didn't live in a particularly big, big town before, and, you know, it wasn't a city, but definitely you feel the pace of life is so much slower when you live in a village. I mean, like, so, so where you live is pretty similar numbers now, isn't it, where we live where we both live yeah i mean i i, I don't live in a village but I, I i have a similar experience and i'm agreeing with you yeah, yeah, like yeah straight away um i have a similar experience i moved from a town of two hundred thousand people um to a county uh, the size of greater london of less than two hundred thousand. great isn't it so I just, it's, it's, but you feel it immediately don't you it is, and do you know what? The, the weather's been nice today and the past few days, and it's just really nice that um, we we leave the back door open so the dogs can come in and out, do the thing. They've got a massive garden, yeah. and the dogs just potter around, go and chase some fucking cats and come back in and just do their own thing. And, um, and at, on occasions, I've forgotten to shut the back door when i've gone out to the shops yeah but it's like it doesn't matter yeah it's fine there's, there's gonna be no issues do you know what i mean 
And um, and I think we said this before is that I, I love the simplicity of it because um, I've definitely said this before, but um, shortly after we moved here, I was listening to the local radio and had the local uh, the local guard, the local p- police woman on, and um, she was doing kind of a roundup of crime in the area. <laughs> and like I say, this is a this is a county the size of Greater London, right? And she was doing a, a roundup of the crime in the local area. And the first one, which is obviously the most serious one, um, was that there was an attempted break-in of somebody's house. <laughs> right. So, long story short, somebody had come home and found a screwdriver uh, pushed into the lock of their back door. Wow. That made it, that that was there. That was on the local radio as the like the, the local police are saying, just be vigilant because somebody tried to break into somebody's house. <laughs> well, I um uh, over the weekend I went to a the Bedfordshire County show and it was held held it moves around the county, but it, uh, this year it's been held in, in, at the end of the village where I live. So I thought, yeah, Liz, well, let's go down there. So it's a young farmers kind of run event and uh it was the first time i realized that i'd moved out of town and moved into a village where obviously everybody knows each other down there and um it was just really nice but yeah even that as an event was still loads of really pissed up people but just not in the same way as if you went out on a saturday night into town or or to a festival in the middle of town it's just i I think i'm starting to appreciate their kind of remoteness now and not actually kind of going oh like, even though, don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm cut from anywhere. I've got a, a shop literally 50 yards away, and there's a dentist, and there's a pub, uh, there's a garage. So it's, it's not like anywhere, you know, like I've moved, you know, into the woods. But everything's just a little bit more quaint and a little bit more cute. So I'm loving it. It's just brilliant. So, yeah, I, I don't think I'm ever going to go back to living in a town. I, I, can't, I can't imagine what it's like again. Mate, I love it. I love it. And I'm glad you mentioned that one because, you know, that just... Um, hearing you say that with a smile on your face, um, I'm just delighted for you that you've moved to this lovely little house. Well, I was going to say, because it must resonate with you, because you know, you've sort of moved from the out, you know, a town just north of Manchester into what is ostensibly a massive village, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, there's loads of stuff here, but it's just it, interesting what you said before is that everyone knows that everyone knows everyone. That, that's, that's, that's what it's like here. This is not. Um, um, apologies to the uh, Donegal Tourist Board. Yes. Or whatever. <laughs> but if you are the type of person who um, is into extramarital affairs, this is not the place you want to move to. <laughs> because everybody knows everybody here. People I've never met before will know my name because somebody's mentioned either the long-haired English bloke who runs classes up at the gym yeah. or goes to the golf club or this, that, and the other. So, you know, everybody knows everybody around here. And, um, yeah. But do you know what? I, I quite like that. You know, the pace of life is just is just more chilled. I've never been into big cities. Um um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I fucking hate London. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I mean, I'm being deliberately obtuse there. Um, I like London a lot in very small doses. 
I cannot think of anything worse than living in London. I know loads of people love it, but it's just not for me. And it never has been. No. Do you know what I mean? Um, and there are, you know, there, um, I don't, there are stereotypes about London not being a very friendly place versus like Manchester. And obviously I'm biased because I'm from just north of Manchester. Like, um, I think Manchester is just so much more friendly. So you've got a, you've got a, what you've got in Manchester and I'll whisper it, Liverpool as well. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, But in Newcastle and things like that, you've got big cities that feel smaller because they've got that community yeah. and they've got that, you know, that kind of stuff. So I was happy to grow up um, in a town north of Manchester that was big enough to have a load of stuff, but also one when I was in my 20s to be able to just get on a tram and go into town, into Manchester, um, and experience, like, the big city, but then come back home and, and, and be where I am. But as I've got older, uh, and that's why it was such an easy decision to, to move here for me. Yeah. I just, I just love it. I just love it. It's like a, a, the slower pace of life. But you'll get the boys here at the uh, the golf club. We'll come up and say, right, "Where are you from? Like Manchester? Like, just uh, you know, Berry, just north of Manchester." And they'll be like, "All right, bit different moving here, isn't it?" It's like you know, it's, it's a bit much slower over here. It's like, well, yeah, but I, I, I like that though. <laughs> and they're all like, "Oh, why'd you come here?" It's like it's really slow and quiet here, isn't it? It's like, yeah, <laughs> but that's why I did. <laughs> Yeah, we ventured out. We ventured out on Saturday night to go and have a, a curry, which is really good. When you come over next time, when you're here, we'll go across there because it's it's a cracking place. But I went in there and uh, I didn't get the memo that you don't have to dress up. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Baz, when do you not dress up? Well, yeah, but like it's one of those things that I I stood out like a sore thumb, obviously. But like I'm kind of going. They don't give a shit. No one's really looked at me. No one said anything. No one did anything. So, yeah, but but but, but, but as you've deliberately spent a significant part of your life deliberately sticking out like a sore thumb. So it's okay. <laughs> right. What you got next? This might be quite a quick one, Buzz, because I'm not sure it's that contentious or um, how got much more to be said about it. But um, people that make calendars that start the week with a Sunday are just being awkward pricks. Just, just, what the fuck is that all about? I'm just like, I know technically the we, or or I'm I'm led to believe. Yeah. I don't know who who decided it, but I'm led to believe that the the week is supposed to start on a Sunday or whatever. But if it does, then why are Saturday and Sunday called the weekend? Exactly. Everybody knows that the vast majority of people work Monday to Friday. Yeah. So why would they? In their fucking, you know, why on God's earth would somebody wouldn't a calendar that has got a Sunday there, a Sunday at the start of it and a Saturday at the end of it? Wrong. Doesn't make any sense. And I nearly said, you know, I get that this, uh, that technically it starts with the sun. I don't know who decided that. Yeah. Um, but they're also an awkward prick because I, yeah. I, I don't get it. The whole thing of like the the week starting on a Sunday, and and, and I've, I've I've fallen um, I've fallen victim, and I'm going to use the word victim. <laughs> but I, I, I've fallen victim to this when I've bought diaries. I've bought right. I need to get myself organised because you know yourself. You know when you're on social media and stuff, and we've got loads of stuff going on. 
need to get myself a little bit organised. I'll, I'll, I'll get one of those diaries that's got a week on a planner and I can go through it and I can plan what I'm doing. Yeah. And that, you know what? I'll throw in like what the kids are doing and, and, you know, like obviously I'm a dad of three and I need to like, there's the, they, they'll need to go to football practice or they'll need to go here, there. And I'll get all that really organized. I'll buy it. And it's got a fucking Sunday at the start of it. I was like, who, who is that? Who is that designed for? <laughs> who who is sitting there going do you know what I really love this I, I really like this diary but it pisses me off that the weekend is at the end of the week <laughs> I just don't get it the week doesn't start on a Sunday no How the fuck does this work I understand that you know like different religions have different Sabbath days and all that you know Ian it's like you know you've got um, the Sabbath, I believe the Sabbath for Muslims is like on a Friday, yeah, I think. So the Jews, and, uh, the Jews yeah, as well, yeah. Judaism is yeah. on a Saturday and Christianity is on a Sunday. I get that, but the vast majority of people, the working week, it's even a phrase for fuck's sake. Yeah. You've got the working week, which is Monday to Friday, and then you've got the weekend, which is at the End of the fucking week <laughs> is Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and and calm down. <laughs> I'd, I'm not sure I can, but I'll try. I would the, genuinely like to bottom. hear from somebody who does treat Sunday as the start of the week and tell and, and let us know how that fucking manifests itself. Because like Sunday for me is lying, right? Yeah. yeah, if you if you're gonna have one day of the week, you're gonna lie in on a Sunday because you've either done a big Saturday or it's a, you're gonna rest fully before you go back to work at the start of the week on Monday, right? Do you know what Sunday? Weirdly, over here, Sunday is quite a big night. Okay, they love going out on all dayers, yeah. and like Sunday night is Sunday night in the pubs over here is probably busier than Friday night. Wow, that's interesting. I know there must be a lot of. Uh, businesses in Ireland who just accept that um, their workforce rock up on a Monday with a hangover yeah. because uh, because there's loads and loads and loads of people go out on Sunday nights. Out Maybe here. someone somewhere has sort of started a move where Tuesday is the start of the week. <laughs> fucking Baz, we need to move on. My mind's... Yeah, just like... As far as I'm concerned, Baz, even just by saying that sentence, you've almost made the world turn the opposite way round. <laughs> we need to move on. We'll I'm, get I'm... to Wednesday at some point next time. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Monday is the start of the week. Saturday and Sunday is the weekend. So everybody in the world, in pretty much every country in the world, has accepted that. Yeah. So stop making fucking calendars or or diaries and stuff. Yeah, it's wrong. Starting on a Sunday is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Glad we got that sorted, Baz. Again, Baz, you, you may feel like I've over-egged this one, but I'm going to go with it. Drying inside your ears with a cotton bud, or Q-tip for the Americans, yeah. after a shower, feels as good as having sex. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, please, uh, as ever, <laughs> go on to explain this. <laughs> I'm not saying I would rather dry my ears with a cotton bud than have sex. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's clear. 
But that feeling there is briefly, you know, if you're talking about because you're only doing that for maybe, you know, you're only got, you've got. I mean, uh, legally, uh, the, the mildly controversial opinion forbids you for putting something in your ear. You're not supposed to put in your ear or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we're not yeah. advising people to do this. No, no, we're not advising people to shove that really thin thing in your ear. Uh, but yeah, I do it every time after every shower because I can't stand having wet inside my ears. That's fair enough. Um, so yeah, that that but that thing um, of of just drying your ear with the, with the cotton bud it only lasts about ten seconds. <laughs> but for those ten seconds, just, just leave it there. <laughs> for those ten seconds, it's fucking incredible. Um, which kind of sums up my love life as well. <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I, do you know what? I thought that there was a pause. You may have noticed a pause there, <laughs> and that pause was based on the fact that my son listens to this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking, he's just got images of me and his mum now. Um, sorry, mate. Sitting there, cotton budding each other's ears. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? He, he's probably throwing. Like he's probably thrusting the cotton bud so far into his ear that he's trying to erase the fucking the mental images that I've put into his brain now. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is that little bit there, and um, this will only work for if you're watching us um, on Facebook or YouTube. But uh, but yeah, when I put that thing in there, my face just kind of goes like that. It's just, I love that feeling. It's like scratching an itch, isn't it? It's kind mm. of just finishes off the thing that you're doing. So yeah. I, I can understand the pleasure. But yeah, it, it just, it, yeah, it it is. Like, like I say, it's, um, it's, there must be something uh, in terms of like the serotonin or yeah. whatever, whatever the, the pleasure hormones there are. There must, um, I'm convinced there is. Clearly, I said the statement at the start to be deliberately mildly yes, controversial. That's what you're here to do. Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the point of the fucking podcast. Um, but that I, I'm 100 percent convinced that so, like somewhere along the line there will be a medical thing that says that the pleasure you get from that is equal to the pleasure you get from other things, including sexual activity but sexual activity is obviously much better because you're doing it for longer than 10 seconds <laughs> sometimes <laughs> if she's look, if you've had a few beers and she's lucky yeah i don't like having wet yeah, inside yeah. me ears oh yeah um, i just i just use a bit of like like tissue paper like you know most most cheap people do. <laughs> Baz, Baz. Do you know what I mean? You, you, you've worked hard through your life. Do you know what I mean? You've worked hard. You got yourself to the stage in life, um, and the uh, and the you know the, um, the 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 levels of income you and your wife have got. Yeah. Fucking treat yourself, mate. Okay. Get a get a god get a cotton bud in there, twiddle it round, and feel that thing that makes your face go. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That, my friend, is cotton buds, stroke Q-tips, 
um, or slash Q-tips for the Americans. Um, but yeah, that that's honestly, it's it, it uh, that feeling is incredible. Well, I, I think as well that uh, obviously, as we know, lots of people must do that, so they'll they'll recognise that. But yeah, I'm going to give it a go next time, just just purely based on your face in that last image. <laughs> do, do, do it, Buzz. You, you, you won't go back. <laughs> You won't go back to having sex or watching porn. That's it now. <laughs> it's all about just just cotton buds in your ear canal now, mate. Right, Baz. Um, pugs and French bulldogs are not cute. They're fucking ugly dogs. <laughs> oh, you're you're going to upset some of our listeners here. I, maybe I will, but that you know that's the, that's the risk we run. Um, in being mildly <laughs> controversial, Buzz. That's that's kind of that's the that's the tightrope we we walk in in, in this in this podcast. Um, but yeah, look, I'm not even going to go into the whole. Um, these things have been bred to like the fucking things can barely breathe, and it's yeah. you know there's there's loads of medical implications and and stuff, and you know there's loads of people out there who say it's cruel and you're breeding these mutant dogs that can't breathe properly. I'm not going down that route, Baz. Yeah. I'm going down the route of like people who'll be there on Facebook and will be like, Oh, look at me and my cute dog. Nah, it looks like it's been chasing the car. The car slammed its brakes on and it slammed its fucking face into the back of the car. <laughs> it's not a pretty dog. I'm saying it now. I think. Sorry, do you want to add any more to that? <laughs> no, no, no. no I, I welcome your input now, Baz. So, uh, definitely one of our listeners listeners has, uh, owns one of each of those dogs, and one of our listeners definitely owns one of those and a boxer, and they'll know who exactly who they are when they listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm start I'm starting to, I'm not even on the fence about it. I kind of understand how some things that aren't particularly... So, you know what a, a, an English Bull Terrier is? Yes. It's, it's got... Is that the dog where its head finishes at the end of its nose? Yeah, yeah. And its eyes are back here somewhere. Yeah. So, they aren't... So, if you do a classical pretty dog, you know, like, I don't know, what's a, what's a good-looking dog? Um... Uh, a, a, I would say a golden retriever. Yeah, there you go. It's got eyes and a nose and a face, but it's got it's got. Eyes <laughs> Most dogs do, Buzz. Yeah, yeah, but like obviously they're they're in sort of dog vicinity, whereas a pug, its eyes and its nose are in different places. I, yeah, I mean, I can understand what you're saying because they're not classically kind of like pretty dog faces, but you can understand how everyone's got different tastes. You know, yeah, some people. Some people don't like cats. Some people, do, some people love those cats that don't have fur. <laughs> they are fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm not sitting on the fence with that one, Buzz. <laughs> anybody, yeah, so, anybody who likes a bald cat, yeah, they need to go on a register as well. They're <laughs> fucking weirdos. But, but also, um, I think it's just, I think it's different tastes, isn't it? It's like, you know, maybe. maybe Maybe there's a certain element of like sympathy for dogs that that like look like pugs and and French bulldogs. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Go, going back to the English bull, what's it? English bull English terrier. Bull terrier. That one. Yeah. 
that like, like you say, they, they've they, they've got a head that finishes at the tip of the nose, yeah. and their eyes are all that. An English bull terrier, mate, looks like a three-year-old's drawn a picture of a dog, and they've put it through some fucking machine, and it's made it into a real dog. <laughs> and this precise moment, I'm kind of glad that we've we've called the podcast the Marge Controversial Podcast because <laughs> it's supposed to it's supposed to invite you know it's supposed to like you know encourage chat and stuff like that. This will definitely be one that divides people. No, I'm sure it will. Loads of people agree with you, and loads of people that disagree with you. Um, but also, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to understand how people have because I quite like Frenchies, and then I quite like like punks. But then maybe it's just because I feel sorry for them, or they're the underdogs, literally the underdogs. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, I don't. And I, th- I think it's one of these things where um, you know, a lot of time on social media, you'll get um, um, invariably women. Saying, "Oh, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't feel very good. I don't feel very good looking, or I'm overweight, or all this kind of stuff." And it's got a whole wave of kind of like, "Yeah, you go. Like, no, you're beautiful in your yeah. own way, and all that kind of." Stuff. I think that's what they're doing with these fucking dogs, because <laughs> they might say these dogs are beautiful, but they're not. They're not. I mean, I, they're, they're just like I said. They look like it looks like. It looks like a normal dog that's been hit in the face with a pan. So, so in um, in dating terms, they'd have a good sense of humour. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I don't get is that when I look at one of these dogs, I think, "Oh, fucking hell, they're ugly." And then you've got like a load of people who just go, oh, "Look, my dog's so cute. Look yeah. at this dog, so cute." And I know there's different, like different. Um, you know, opinions and and all that kind of stuff, which obviously there is. Otherwise, yeah. if there wasn't, this whole podcast wouldn't make sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, imagine, imagine if we just went like, "Hello and welcome to the mildly controversial podcast." Yeah, I like tea with milk and sugar. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. We're not about. Uh, I no, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, no. For me, they're just. They're just little fucking, and the whole thing, and like you know, you'll get a load of people on on TikTok or Facebook or or Instagram or whatever, uh, or put a video of the dog, and there's this real fuck ugly dog that's asleep and it's going, <laughs> and they're going, oh, isn't that cute? It's like no, it sounds like it's trying to fucking hatch out of an egg. It just, it's, that's not what a dog should sound like when it's asleep. It's doing that because it's, it's can't fucking breathe. It's not a cute thing. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I know that literally the comments on this video, on this podcast, sorry, will be, I love, I've got a pug or I've got a Frenchie. <laughs> Uh, uh, do you know what? Uh, I understand. Uh, I've got friends that have got pugs. I've got friends that have got Frenchies. Um, and uh, uh, do you know what? That's fine. Um, not everybody can be right all the time, Baz. <laughs> Some people make mistakes in life. And what we've got to do is we've got to support them through it. And, yeah. and do you know what? I know they'll be looking at me with my two fucking cockapoos. And they'll be like, oh, look at you with your like pretty fucking dogs. And you're just like, oh, you see, you like... Yeah, but you know, I like to look at my dog and uh, and not um, like have the gag reflex um, 
making me want to throw up, which is what I look, uh, which is what happens to me when I look at a pug. I, I, I love how you got down this route, knowing how much people love their own dogs as well. Yeah, look, I, don't get me wrong. I love all dogs. Okay, this isn't about that. I love all dogs, right? Um, and I, I think dogs are amazing. Like, it's just that what dogs bring to people's lives is fucking amazing. <laughs> and I have nothing against um, the joy and the love that pugs and French bulldogs bring to their owners. Okay. Fair play to them. But they're ugly fuckers. <laughs> right. Um, I think we should swiftly move along there because I think we've. Uh, <laughs> I've, tried to do, I've tried to defend the dogs, um, but I've not really done it. Well enough to sort of convince you, so no, no, um, no, no. Well, but I think this got to the point of the podcast where um, we've just started drunken rambling, <laughs> um, which some would suggest is uh, is us getting to our finest hour. Um, but um, but yeah, it's probably time we knocked it on the head. Um, but yeah, so uh, look, let us know if you agree or disagree uh, with what we've said. <laughs> Um, and who knows? We might have only said two things because I might cut the rest of it out when I edit it. <laughs> who fucking knows? Um, but no, um, let us know what you think. Do you agree with what we've said? Do you disagree with what we said? Um, let us know in the comments or message us or through the Facebook page, which is on uh, facebook.com slash mildlypod. Or you can email us at mildlypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Let us know what you think. Uh, like Baz has got his hand up. He, he, he wants to ask a question like, is it school? You, you, Baz, you, over to you. You can tell we can reach that point either. I put my hand up now because I forgot <laughs> what I was supposed to interject. The original format of the podcast was you and I just discussing these things. And we haven't done one of these for ages. We've had guests and, and uh, we've tried to squeeze in a load, load of stuff because I've been away. But I've really enjoyed just having a chat about this. And laughing about the things that you find controversial. I do like it, Baz. We just we just sit here. This is this is where the mildly controversial podcast started, Baz. Me and you just being grumpy old twats and chuntering on about stuff that winds us up that probably doesn't affect anybody as much as it affects us. I love um, it. Yeah. So uh, on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> let's <laughs> let's leave it there for another week. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Baz, for uh, for being here again. Um, and um, yes, don't forget to do all the subscribe shit. Like, subscribe, give us five star reviews, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Get over onto Facebook, leave us a review, put five stars on it, and then absolutely rinse us. Yeah. So put in the comments. Just just. Batter us in the comments. Once and also, yeah, could I ask that everyone just share it with, like, we, we, Michael does the thing where we say, share it with somebody you like, and if you don't like it, share it with them as well. So just share it, because like, this is how we're going to get out there. Exactly. So share it with people. And by share it with people, we don't mean just, like, don't, don't get us wrong, share it on Facebook, click the share button and fire it out on your Facebook. But yeah. also, just recommend it to people, literally, like, send it to people on email or or uh, or your Facebook Messenger and stuff and said, I really enjoy these two idiots. Maybe you will too. So um, thank you again, everybody, for listening. Um, if you're still listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're quite a long way in. And, uh, and, and if you are listening and you've thought, it's not as good as it was at the start, you've obviously not, 
kept up with us drinking as quickly as we have. Because um, right now, it, this is fucking brilliant to us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks everyone for listening. We will see you next time. Hopefully with Robbie Knox, who yeah. was poorly and couldn't turn up this time. <laughs> That'll do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>